the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us! That's right! I love this American ride! Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah! Hey, it is the Todd Starnes program. Jeff Katz, so happy to be sitting in for my friend Todd. Boy, oh boy, we have so much that uh, we are going to deal with. As we plow through the next couple of moments, one of the unique things about Todd's program is as you're following it, whether it's on ToddStarns.com or you're on Getter or you're on Twitter or you're on Facebook, you will notice that each and every time there is a Todd Starnes program, which thank God is each and every day, plus the commentaries that air all the time. And by the way, if you if you do not have on your bookshelves a collection of Todd's writings, well, don't take it personally, but shame on you. Seriously, you, you need to go to ToddStarnes.com and visit all that. But one of the unique things is that each and every program has a name. Now, this is different than other talk radio personalities. Sometimes you simply put things up and it says, hey, it's uh, the Jeff Cat Show, hour number one. Or it's this particular host, blah, blah, blah. But each and every day, Todd has a name for the program. Now, you know, I've, I've been doing this uh, talk radio thing for a long time. Really is a long time. I, I I thought the other day. I thought, really, could I be that old? I guess so, because I've been doing it about thirty some years, which is, as I think about it, older than anybody who actually is working on this program besides me as we speak. But the most difficult part is 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 not thinking. Gosh, what what should I talk about? How do I maintain the high standards of Todd's program? I think I'm pretty good at that. I, I consider myself a professional, and, and, and I have such, such appreciation for, love for Todd, because I've known Todd a long time. I would never do anything to hurt his program or give half of an effort. But the toughest part for me, coming up with a name for the program. How do I come up with a name for a particular show? Well, Grace, who does wonderful work and has done wonderful work for Todd's program for such a long time, she she's the taskmaster on, on this. She sent me, you know, hey, well, what are we going to name the show? What's the name for the show? I thought, well, uh, 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 I, 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 I don't know. 
What do you mean you don't know? Now, she said it much nicer than that because she's a good person. But the name. What is the name? What's well, the Todd Starnes program? Yeah. It's Jeff Katz sitting in for Todd Starnes. Yeah. And then I thought, you know what this is really all about? This entire program today and, and every program that Todd does, every local program that I do in Central Virginia at News Radio WRVA, which so happy, so proud to be Todd's affiliate in Central Virginia. But what do we do every day? We ask a question, can America be saved? I know it sounds over the top to some. Oh, come on, Jeff. Well, I got news for you. That's what this is. Can our great nation be saved? Can it be redeemed? Former President Trump spoke about making America great again. Well, that's, that's, that, that's that evil. That's, he's, he's, he's orange. He's an, that orange guy with the mean tweets. Oh, I can't listen to anything he says. Okay. But wasn't he right when he said that was his mission to make America great again? I mean, goodness gracious, we had we had eight years of Barack Obama and Joe Biden screwing things up, going out of their way to tell the world, oh, America ain't that great. Ah, we're not a really good country. Yeah, you can hate on us all you want. You don't have to worry. I mean, we're not going to fight back or anything. So when Donald Trump candidate said, let's make America great again, some people looked at it, read it, examined it, and said, yeah, that's, that's exactly what this is all about. So you and I somehow have come through two years with this presidential meat puppet, this delusional dude in the White House, slow-mo Joe, Joe Biden, who I swear each and every day puts on his terry cloth bathrobe and his fuzzy bunny slippers and wanders aimlessly around the White House, talking to ghosts, apparently, pretending that he knows what's going on, or not even knowing that he doesn't know what's going on, so he can't even pretend that he knows what's going on. But you know what is really in the balance here? It is our nation. It really is. And so, I tried to come up with a a good title for grace. And that's what I decided on. Can America be saved? Yes or no is not the way we answer this question, by the way. That's far too easy. Of course it can be saved, Jeff. Uh, by the way, what's for dinner? Nope, Jeff, it's done deal. It's, it's just forget about it. What's for dinner? No, there's more to it than that. Can America be saved? frankly, puts the onus on you, and it puts the onus on me, and it puts the onus on Todd to stand up and do the hard work and the heavy lifting and call out the nonsense that we see, unfortunately, on a regular basis. I take a look as an example at the so-called transgender community, the transgender agenda, and I think to myself, okay, Tell me what's going on. Seriously, tell me what's going on. Uh, you just, you, you hate people. I don't hate people. But I don't fully understand exactly what's going on. 
Now, if you want to tell me that you are guy, but you really think you should be a gal, and you want to dress a certain way or change your name or do this or do that, I, I can't stop you from doing that. And who knows, maybe... Maybe we shouldn't be stopping anybody from doing any of these things if they're doing them in their own home and they're not hurting anybody, right? But when you decide that small children need to be part of this, I've got a problem with that because I'm a dad. I've got three kids, right? My oldest guy is 21 years old, believe it or not. He attends Stanford University. He's brilliant. Just ask him. Seriously, he's brilliant. Junior, finishing up his junior year at Stanford University. My little guy, who frankly is not so little anymore, is 18, senior in high school. He's got another couple of months and then he'll be off to college somewhere. So I, I've done the best I could do with, with those guys and I hope I've I've taught them well and given them the ability to have a grounding Grounding in faith, a grounding that says, hey, this is a pretty good country. We ought, we, we ought to be on guard to protect this guy. It's a pretty good country. Well, every once in a while, you get a little ding over there, a little ding over there. It's like, like an old car that your, your father, your grandfather passed on to you, right? You don't trash the car. You might get a little bondo. Maybe you need a new paint job. Maybe you just need to hammer out some of those, those dents and dings, but you certainly don't trash the car. But you better make sure the fluids are checked, make sure the tires are good. So I hope I've given them that grounding. And if you are doing the math, you're saying, hey, wait a minute, Jeff, you said you had three kids. You mentioned two. That's right. I mentioned two. I mentioned my boys. Because my boys are in the world, as as you would say, right? They're in the, they got to go out there. They, they've got to get an education. They have to find a skill. Hope and pray they find a spouse. Have some kids, you know, live a life. Good for them. Great. Child number three? Well, child number three is our middle child, Julia. Now, Julia is uh, going to be 20 years old. You think, well, well how, what, what's she studying in college? Not studying anything in college because she's never going to college. Because Julia, even though she's turning 20 years old, developmentally is about 18 months old. She doesn't speak really doesn't walk all that well. She is, in many ways, the the baby of the family, even though she's 20 years old. She's always going to be our little baby, my little girl. And she's always going to be with us. She's going to be with me and with Heidi as long as we are alive. And then you know what our obligation is? Our obligation is to is to take care of her even after we're gone. That's a big obligation, by the way. And that's why I care so much about this country. I want to pass on to my boys a great country that they will stand on guard for, if you will. And I want to pass on to those who care about my daughter a great country that allows them to care about my daughter. Because in other places, children like Julia, well, they, they don't get a life. They don't. You've got countries, you've got nations, you've got societies that throughout history have said, oh, well, she's, you know, she's like a baby. She's never going to 
quote, contribute anything. And, and, and her quality of life, gosh, her quality of life is not all that good. So let's just be done with her. Dispatch her. That's why I stand on guard. Can America be saved? I would say to you, the answer is yes, and America must be saved. You and I, my friends, have got a job, and that is saving this country. Oh, I'm going to address more about this transgender community because that's part of this. The idea that women are being canceled. That's inherently wrong, isn't it? We're going to talk about that. A couple of pieces of information I want to pass along. Number one, we are uh, joining you from the uh, Liberty University studios. Always happy to uh, sit in for my uh, my dear friend, Todd Starnes. Let me give you the phone number as well, 844-747-8868, 844-747-8868. If you want to hit me up uh, during the program with email or social media, I would appreciate that. I'd love that. Over on Twitter, now, now Todd, of course, has, I don't know, a billion people following him on Twitter. Uh, I have a fraction of that, but I'd love for you to follow me over there. Look for Jeff Katz Show on Twitter, Jeff Katz Show on Twitter. And then if you're on Facebook, look for The Jeff Katz Show, and I will uh, be very happy to have you follow me in either one of those places. Frankly, both of those places. Let's, let's show social media. Let's show big tech that we conservatives, people of faith, proud Americans, support each other. Again, on Facebook, The Jeff Cat Show. Over on Twitter, Jeff Cat Show. You can always, and you should always, check ToddStarns.com multiple times a day for the latest in the news. Learn what uh, Todd is working on. It's always great stuff at ToddStarns.com. It is Jeff Katz. Happy to be sitting in for Todd. This is The Todd Starns Show. The Biden administration has caused a financial crisis, and they don't have a clue how to fix it, folks. Our economy is in trouble, and you need to take steps to protect yourself. Now, if all your money is tied up in stocks, bonds, and traditional markets, you're vulnerable. Gold is one of the best ways to protect your retirement. No matter what happens, you own your gold. It's real, it's physical, and it's always been valuable since the dawn of time. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust for investing in gold. They can help you roll your retirement account into a gold-backed IRA where you still own the physical gold. They can also ship gold and precious metals safely and securely to your house. Did you know a million dollars worth of gold can fit in a shoebox? Call Legacy at 866-649-0304 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's 866-649-0304 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. It is the Todd Stern Show. Jeff Katz, always happy to be sitting in for my dear friend Todd. I remind you, we join you from the Liberty University Studios, and you need to check out ToddStarns.com. Always such great information and some great merchandise. I'm telling you right now, the books that Todd has written through the years uh, fill up a good chunk of uh, one of my bookcases. They're great reads, and frankly... They're, they're, they're prescient in many ways. You know, Todd talked about a, a cultural jihad in America. People mocked him. Oh, I can remember people mocking him. Oh, I, it's crazy talk. Oh, Starnes, catch, catch a star. They're crazy right wing. Blah, 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 blah. 
Well, I got news for you. Take a look around the country right now. Do you not see the most basic American principles now? Not only under attack, but actively being worked against? You've got so-called educational system telling students, well, there's nothing special about America, and you shouldn't be particularly proud of being an American. And you, you sure as heck shouldn't be helping out your fellow Americans. It gets crazier and crazier each day. And the further they push the line, the more most of us stand back and, and, and just look and we shake our heads and go, really? You can't possibly believe what you're saying. And then they double down and double down again. And that's why I keep coming back to this whole transgender issue. If you do not approve wholeheartedly, then somehow you are a hater. Most of us are sitting back and saying, well, no, I I don't really hate anybody. But I think you're a guy or I think you're a gal. And I'm I'm more than willing to let you live your life as, as you deem appropriate for you, so long as it kind of fits into this uh, society we've created, embracing Judeo-Christian values and ideals. And what you can't do is tell me that XX equals XY or that XY equals XX, because that's what this all comes back to. I've been listening to a champion collegiate swimmer. She's a girl, by the way. Oh, she's a young lady. She's a woman now. She tells these horror stories of this guy, who's now known as Leah Thomas, walking around the University of Pennsylvania locker room naked. Now, he says he's a girl. But it is clear to everybody there, that ain't a girl. But she's the bad person in this. Thomas, when he was swimming as a guy, was at best a mediocre swimmer. Wasn't setting any records, wasn't really winning. I mean, he was hundreds and hundreds of places out of first place. Then all of a sudden, he says, oh, you know what? Actually, a girl. Starts swimming as a girl. Now, ordinarily, there would be somebody who said, whoa, hang on a second there. You're not. You've you've checked the wrong box on this form. You, you're trying to join the wrong team. We have a men's swim team, and that's where you belong. Instead, they said, "Sure, come on in." And so he suits up in a girl's bathing suit, and all of a sudden is winning all sorts of competitions and setting all sorts of records and breaking other records. But he's just not a not a girl he's not a woman if if you decide as uh, i think it was the world boxing federation decided a couple of weeks back that there are now enough transgender athletes that you want to have a separate category then you have at it if the ncaa says listen we want everybody to compete but the essence of competition is that somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose And underpinning that has to be that we've essentially got an even field, right? Okay, this is going to be the female team. It's going to be the male team. There are weight classes. There are these classes. There are other things. Okay. 
You want to have a separate transgender competitive class? You go for it. But please stop canceling women. ToddStarns.com. That's the website you always follow, Todd. It is Jeff in for Todd. It is the Todd Starns Show. I've noticed that when I go to the shopping mall and buy one of the towels, they just don't seem to work very well. They feel too soft and too lotion-y. They just don't absorb the water. Well, our good friend Mike Lindell over at MyPillow has found a solution, and you've got to get yourself one of his brand new towels. These things are incredible, and best of all, they're made right here in the U.S., and all of his towels come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. You're going to be able to get a six-piece set, two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths, all made with USA cotton. They are soft yet absorbent, and you're normally going to pay over $100, but thank Thanks to our good friend Mike Lindell, $39.99. That's it. It's a great deal. All you have to do, go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Just enter the promo code STARNS or you can call 800-839-8506 for some incredible radio specials. Again, MyPillow.com, promo code STARNS. Fascinating material. I just, I'm going to I'm going to use that term fascinating, and it, it implies in many ways that uh, well, something is sort of bizarre, right? Fascinating. I mean, is there something about it that just draws your attention in and will not let you turn away? And that's where we are. That's where we are on a lot of these things. A reminder, we're joining you from the uh, Liberty University Studios. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for my friend Todd Starnes today. 844-747-8868 is the number. And, of course, ToddStarnes.com. One of the things that I find fascinating is the the bigotry and the discrimination and the the racism that we are seeing in America these days. Somebody who is uh, looking into that and really uh, involved in it is uh, Ethan Blevins. He's an attorney with the Pacific Legal Foundation. He is joining us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Ethan, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Can you give us a little background on on this particular case? It's a, it's a small business administration, which, as memory serves, is designed to help, you know, small business people, right? Doesn't matter uh, who they are. They're trying to start a business. But apparently now there's a different agenda. Sure, yes. Yeah. So um, we represent uh, a small business owner named My- Marty Heierholzer. He is a Navy veteran owns a small business and contracts with the federal government and providing various services. The Small Business Administration, as as you know, um, helps small businesses. And they have a program called the 8A program that provides various benefits to socially disadvantaged business owners. And so Marty applied to this program because he's a service disabled disabled veteran. He has various physical uh, disabilities that really limit his ability to run his business, thinking you know he's an obvious shoe in for being considered disadvantaged, and he was rejected several times. 
because uh, that was not the disadvantage that the Small Business Administration was looking for. Uh, meanwhile, the Small Business Administration just lets anybody into the program who happens to be a racial minority. Uh, Marty is not a racial minority, so he has to prove his disadvantage rather than just um, get into the program automatically. And, uh, of course, unfortunately, his disability is not considered enough. Now, can you explain, because I'm just, I'm flummoxed as, as I listen to this. Uh, what exactly is Marty's disability that is so, that, that's so puzzling, apparently, to the Small Business Administration? Well, you know, like many veterans, he suffers from post-combat depression, PTSD. Uh, okay. So, so he is a um, he was a deep sea diver uh, for the Navy, um, achieved the highest rank you can as a deep sea diver, and you know, diving a thousand feet below um, sea level puts some extraordinary strain on your body. So he has a lot of back pain, hearing problems, knee problems. You name it. So he's considered 60% disabled by the Veterans uh, Veterans Affairs Administration. Um, none of this is enough, though. Um, meanwhile, you know, a perfectly able-bodied person um, who happens to be a racial minority um, gets into the program automatically. And we are arguing, you know, Marty deserves equal treatment. It should be, uh, you know, as we as we have long known, um, his, his uh, disadvantages in life should be based on uh, the content of his character, his past experience, not the color of his skin. Absolutely. Ethan Blevins is joining us. Ethan is an attorney for the Pacific Legal Foundation. This is such a disturbing case, Ethan. Is it? Is it just the one outlier? Did, did, did Marty just have bad, bad luck with this and everybody else in his situation is okay? Or is this really the way uh, in 2022, 2023 that the Small Business Administration is functioning? It's the latter. I mean, the, uh, there are a number of veterans who apply to this program. Marty's not the only one. Um, uh, women regularly apply to the program. Um, uh, other individuals, immigrants who uh, happen to be white often apply, and, and it's frequent that they get rejected. Um, it's difficult to prove, apparently, that you're disabled or that you're disadvantaged. I think mainly because the Small Business Administration really just considers this uh, a... Um, a racial benefit primarily. So they almost everyone who gets in the program is a racial minority and just is presumed to be disadvantaged. That's incredible. So so you say now Pacific Legal Foundation stepping in, you're, you're representing him. What exactly is the process? Who do you sue? Who do you file paperwork with? Uh, so we have sued the Small Business Administration's director um, and the uh, case is still very early. We we've only filed a complaint, so um, it'll be a while before before we have additional news. But we brought an equal protection claim, obviously, that uh, Marty's uh, rights to equal protection are being violated, as well as some claims that the government has um, exceeded its its authority to, by creating these racial preferences. So. Um, it's a, it's a, it's in its early stages. Uh, it's important to note that this program's actually been around for a long time, um, mm-hmm. and there have been a number of legal challenges to it. But we believe that um, we have a Supreme Court now that's uh, more skeptical of racial preferences than than we've seen in a long time. And so there's a hope that we can renew the, this uh, attempt to achieve equal treatment. 
Now, when you talk about that claim, does that automatically get filed with the Supreme Court? Does that have to work its way up uh, the channels? It works its way up. It's currently in United States District Court in Virginia. Um, and, of course, there's, it's always a long shot getting to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Um, but we think that this is an issue the court cares about right now. We had the student for fair admissions, students for fair admissions case recently. Yeah. And that uh, I think the time is right for the court to address. Um, you know, we've had a, uh, a over, uh, we've had half a century or more now of these racial preferences programs that are supposed to be benign, but the promise has been that we would be receiving equal treatment under the law regardless of race. Absolutely. Ethan, for folks who want to learn a little bit more about the uh, Pacific Legal Foundation, maybe learn about cases, they might have a case that uh, might be of uh, concern to Pacific Legal Foundation. What's the best way for them to do that? Our website is the easiest route, which is pacificlegal.org pretty simple so please check it out and you think people can can submit inquiries on our website i love it ethan thank you so much for uh, for being with us we'll uh, we'll look forward to chatting with you again that's ethan blevins from the uh, pacific legal foundation uh joining us of course on the patriot mobile newsmaker line what a fascinating case and what a disturbing case small business Thanks administration so is supposed to help people just people americans Right. You want to you want to open a business. You want to operate a business. You you you, you want to live out your American dream. See, this is what people forget. We have so demonized entrepreneurs. Business people. That everybody just assumes that business people are all fabulously wealthy. I, I always look at a couple of friends of mine. Locally, you know, I talk about local business. I don't necessarily talk about small business. I sometimes think the uh, the title small business is a misnomer because the goal of every local business is to grow. But but understand, why are they looking to grow? They just want to be fat and rich and lazy. They want to be like Scrooge McDuck, Jeff. They just want to sit on top of a big pile of dollar bills and light their cigars with hundred. No, what they're trying to do is live their American dream. And by living their American dream, they help other people to live their American dream. So I look at these two local folks that I know. One couple owns and operates a restaurant, uh, I don't know, mile and a half, two miles, let's say, from my house. We eat there all the time. We get their food and bring it back here all the time. Another couple, dear friends. They own and operate an auto repair shop. Now, let me tell you something. Each of those couples works unbelievably hard. And here's what I've learned. They get paid last. They're no millionaires or billionaires. They work hard. And if somebody calls out, guess who takes over that shift? Guess who covers that shift? They do. It's their business. They're the last ones to get paid. We hear how we have to, we've got to increase the minimum wage. Why? Well, it's too low. Anybody ever examine it and say, okay, so let's do some math. Two years ago, you're working for minimum wage. What's your minimum wage? Let's pick an easy, arbitrary number because math is not my strong suit. Let's say your minimum wage two years ago was $5 an hour. Okay. What could you buy 
with $5. You've worked one hour and you've earned $5. What can you buy with that $5? Well, I can buy a, uh, a sandwich and a soda at a fast food place. Now, I'm going to add in, I'm going to go with the, uh, the package route. I, I, I can add in a small fries. Okay, so you get lunch. $5. You work one hour, you earn $5, you have enough to buy that sandwich, the fries, and the soda. Fantastic. Now, your minimum wage gets bumped up. Now you're making seven fifty an hour. Man, you are happy as all get out because you're making more money. And then you go to that fast food joint, and you're going to get a sandwich, and you're going to get a fry, and you're going to get your soda. Guess how much it costs? It costs you seven fifty. Huh. And here you are. you got this big minimum wage increase, and yet still buys the same thing. Another year goes by. Now you're up to $10 an hour. You think that you have just hit the flipping lottery. You go to that same fast food joint, and you're getting a sandwich and a soda and an order of fries, and it's setting you back now 10 bucks. Nobody ever looks at purchasing power. I mean, that's the real important thing. And in fact, we take a look at the terrible bite inflation that everybody's suffering with. That $10 that you have isn't even worth $10 anymore, thanks to Joe Biden and the assorted left-wing lunatics in D.C. Every once in a while, we got to examine stuff like that and go, oh, yeah, maybe that is important. Yeah. All right. 844-747-8868. 844-747-8868. By all means, feel free. Reach out uh, on the uh, the phone line. If you'd rather uh, hit me up on social media, and I'll tell you, I'd love to uh, chat with you on social media because there's no way, no way on God's green earth I will ever eclipse Todd or even Ty Todd in terms of followers on Facebook or Twitter, but eh, I could use a couple, right? Over on Twitter, if you don't mind following me, I'd appreciate it. Jeff Katz Show on Twitter. Jeff Katz Show on Twitter. And on Facebook, you're looking for the Jeff Katz Show. Now, I mentioned to you that uh, Ethan was joining us on the uh, Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, and I've got to be perfectly blunt with you now more than ever. It's important to support companies and organizations that share our values. Well, that's Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. And not only are they sharing our beliefs, but they're actually doing something about it. Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every dollar to organizations that fight for causes you and I care about. You've got your chance to switch to Patriot Mobile right now. Use promo code TODD, T-O-D-D, to get free activation and a free gift. Patriot Mobile has the broadest nationwide coverage. uses the same towers that other carriers use. They have plans to fit any budget, along with great discounts for veterans and first responder heroes and multi-line users as well. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy. You go to PatriotMobile.com slash Todd, or you call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. Get your special discount and free premiere activation by using promo code Todd. For more details, visit PatriotMobile.com slash Todd. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Todd. Or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. It is Jeff Katz. It for my friend Todd. This is the Todd Starn Show. 
This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. It's the Todd Stark Show. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Todd. Always a pleasure, quite frankly, to uh, sit in for my friend Todd. Can America be saved? That's the uh, the title, our overarching title for the program today. Everything we talk about is somehow, some way related to that. It's one of the reasons it's so wonderful to uh, to join everyone from the Liberty University studios, because Liberty University, every single day, uh, is working hard to make sure that uh, you and I and and future generations can save America, maintain America, keep keep America where where it ought to be. Right, Dave Brad, old friend of mine. God, I love Dave. He was our congressman in this area. I'm Central Virginia News Radio WRBA every afternoon. We're proud to be Todd's affiliate in Central Virginia. But Dave Brat was congressman for this area. Now he's the dean of the business school at Liberty and and educating another generation, saying, "Hey." Be aware of what's going on. 844-747-8868 is the number. Uh, Jerry is listening to us. He's actually listening to us online, toddstarns.com. Jerry, welcome to the Todd Starn Show. Uh, I have to disagree with you on your position on transgender. I'm, I'm not talking about, like, transgender in sports. I can see that if a transgender woman has an unfair advantage over women. You know, that's a separate question is, Someone being transgender, natural. And identical twin studies show that if one twin is transgender, then much more likely than in non-identical twins that the other twin will be transgender. I believe okay, it's wait, natural. Now, now let, me, let me stop you for a second, Jerry. It is. They it, don't just choose. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Jerry. Jerry, Jerry, but, is, Jerry, Jerry, take a breath, because you're telling me you disagree with me. I, I, you're not disagreeing with anything that I said. We're talking specifically about the athletic competitions. And apparently you agree with me that a, a biological male competing against a, a, a female is, a, is an unfair situation. We are actually in agreement. Right. I, well, well that, yeah, you could argue that it, it, if it's unfair. That, that, that's fine. But again, that's the, people should be clear. It's entirely separate. Is it a good or a bad thing being transgender? And is it natural? Jerry, you know, nobody used any of the words. Questions. Jerry, Jerry, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm sure that you have your, your, your talking points written out, and I know you want to get to no, them. No, I don't. And I, and I, and I wish no. you, I, I, listen, I, I wish you, I, Jerry, 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 I wish you, you well, mad? but, but you're you using, angry? excuse me, you're using Why language you that nobody has used. 
the discussion here has been about sports competitions, and uh, you and I are actually in agreement. So, Jerry, I appreciate the call. Let me uh, let me get quickly to Charles. He's listening on uh, our affiliate WSIC in North Carolina. Charles, welcome to the Todd Starn Show. Hey, good afternoon, Jeff. <clears throat> Jeff, uh, I believe the country can be saved, but uh, unless we get control of our public schools again and start promoting Judeo-Christian values, we're lost. It doesn't matter how much money we spend on defense or anything else. Gradually, everything is eroding and being shipped away. So I think two things need to happen. One, these state legislatures need to go in and cut off funding for all these school districts that are promoting the, the transgender, that they're promoting the, you know, the man-made climate change and socialism. Mm-hmm. And in place of that, uh, Jeff, I think what we need to do is we need to actively promote Judeo-Christian values. And I'll, totally and I'm, and I'll tell you how we do that, because people are going to say, well, that's illegal. And, uh, you know, separation of church and state. But the fact of the matter is, back in 1787, the Second Continental Congress passed something called the Northwest Ordinance. It's one of the four organic documents uh, of the United States, besides the Declaration, the Bill of Rights, and the Articles of Confederation. In Article Three of the Northwest Ordinance, which organized territories uh, in anything northwest of the Ohio River, it specifically says that religion, morality, and knowledge being necessary to good government, the happiness of mankind, all right. I, I've got to run. I, I, I do appreciate the call. You are listening to the Todd Starn Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh yeah. It is the Todd Starnes Show. Jeff Katz, so happy to be sitting in for my friend Todd. I don't want you to be upset, everything remains in place. We are still joining you from the Liberty University studios. Happy, happy to uh, have been asked to uh, cover for Todd today. I am uh, a longtime fan. I, I, I've told Todd that. You know, I've enjoyed his writing and his speaking and his broadcasting for, for years and years and years. Just a, just a great, great guy. I am uh, 
multi-time visitor to ToddStarns.com each and every day, as you should be. There are important issues that you and I are dealing with. There are important things that uh, we need to be on guard for and on guard against. I mentioned to you the, the insanity right now of the transgender athletics issue. It, it puzzles me why there are not more moms and dads standing up on behalf of their daughters. See, I shared with you my daughter... Julia is is severely disabled. So so maybe I just wasn't tied into this. Julia was never going to compete for an athletic scholarship. So maybe this just wasn't on my radar. But I would have to imagine that moms and dads across America have daughters who are great athletes. Whether it is uh, swimming or softball or basketball, whatever it is. And those young ladies had the opportunity to get collegiate scholarships, and they're now losing out on them because there are guys who are saying, oh, no, 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 I'm a girl, and therefore I'm entitled to the scholarship, or I'm entitled to be on this team, or, or my time doing this, that, or the other uh, beats all the other girls. And people, certainly on the left, are standing back, oh, that's wonderful. And then we have folks like the uh, swimmer from University of Pennsylvania, young lady who is testifying to Congress and has, has been out and about saying, hey, wait a minute. The other swimmer on the team, this uh, now Leah Thomas, Leah Thomas is walking around the, the locker room, and it's pretty clear Leah Thomas is a guy. And we, the girls on the team, don't feel safe, don't feel comfortable, don't feel protected. And instead of protecting us, we were told, oh, there's something wrong with you. You should go get counseling. Anybody uh, standing up against that? Well, yeah, the American Principles Project says we need to embrace certain principles. We, we are uh, examining the executive orders that uh, former President Trump has pledged if, in fact, he is once again elected president. John Schweppe is the director of policy and government affairs for American Principles Project. I'm happy to say John's joining us. John, thank you for being here. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Can you fill us in? Number one, let's talk about these executive orders that President Trump has pledged to enact. What are they about and what is he really promising? Uh, it's actually pretty sweeping stuff and really impressive to those of us who follow this issue. You know, as you said, there is a little bit of a courage issue on the right in taking on the transgender movement. And we've seen that, which is why I think it's been so successful. Um, but President Trump came out and said, you know, if he was elected, uh, that first of all, he would uh, call on Congress to ban sex changes for kids. Now, that might seem like a common sense thing, but it's something that nobody's really talking about right now. You know, Republicans, um, that, you know, they'll pay lip service a little bit to it, but, but that's, an, that's a tough issue. Trump came out and yeah. said he wants to do a full sweeping ban. He wants to defund these uh, medical institutions that are um, using Medicaid funding and Medicare funding to uh, to fund sex change procedures. I mean, he's basically, there's like eight or nine proposals there that are really, I would say, a sweeping offensive against gender ideology writ large. And it's really powerful stuff. 
You talk about the uh, the transgender industry, and it, it it does seem as if this has just become one gigantic business operation in many ways. Oh, absolutely. It's the collusion, and we've seen it in other ways too, but it's the collusion of corporate America with the woke left activists. And what you're seeing here especially is the pharmaceutical industry. You know, people don't realize this. When, when kids quote-unquote transition, you know, what ends up happening is they have to be on special hormones the rest of their life to mimic the sex they want to be. So, you know, if you're a girl, a biological girl, you go on testosterone, your body will shut. I mean, there'll be issues if you don't take testosterone the rest of your life, right? And so, um, so this is, I mean, a huge boon to the, the pharmaceutical industry. And Trump, one of the things he said, he wanted to investigate them and find out if they were illegally marketing these puberty blockers and these cross-sex hormones uh, you know, for the purpose of transition, which is illegal, uh, because they're not prescribed for that. And that's exactly what's happening. So, um, again, like just, you know, I'm somebody who works in this. I'm an activist. Uh, we come up with all these things we ask politicians to commit to. And what was so impressive about President Trump's uh, video is that he actually came up with a couple things we weren't thinking of, and we're going to have to add to our list. Oh, really? Uh, because it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it was really creative and, and, you know, a full-throated commitment. And now, you know, this is the thing that's exciting. Uh, between him and Governor DeSantis, we have two leading candidates in the Republican primary, both of whom have really committed to taking on this industry. One of the things that uh, that strikes me, John, is that if if you do not offer a hundred and ten percent approval for this, somehow uh, y- you're a hater and you you just are a, a thisophobe and a thatophobe. So there's 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 no discussion, right? There's there's the 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 means by which the left operates, the woke community operates, is simply to say if you disagree with us, uh, you're an evil person and you got to be canceled. Yeah, it's, it's, it's totally, frankly, I think really authoritarian. Um, and, you know, you're even seeing it. We hear from parents all the time, including parents with trans kids uh, who, you know, have gone to the doctors and the doctors have bullied them saying, hey, you know, uh, do you want a dead kid or a trans kid? Implying that the kid will kill themselves if you don't give them this testosterone. Don't, you know, uh, sterilize them and prevent them from ever, you know, having a family in the traditional way. And Look, we, we have to push back against this. It's not enough to expect individuals to do it on their own because yeah. of how powerful these interests are. We really need to have the federal government, have attorneys general, have these guys standing up for families and saying, no, we're not going to let you exploit these people and hurt these kids like this. John Schweppes joining us. He's the Director of Policy and Government Affairs for the American Principles Project. John, one of the things that I thought was really telling, a couple of weeks back, the National Health Service in England, which had really been at the forefront of this, and their their push, it really seemed that, that like they were pushing it on a, uh, an agenda uh, over and over again, they actually came out and said, you know, we're pulling back from all of these so-called gender-affirming surgeries and all of this so-called transition stuff because our research is showing us that the vast majority of these kids are, quote, just going through a phase. Right. right? Yeah. Well, actually, you know, here in the United States, they, they try to suppress the studies that show that, uh, you know, kids who are suffering from gender dysphoria often desist and, and grow out of it when they get older. They try to suppress that. Uh, but we believe in science here, right? Uh, right? But, you know, this is this is really encouraging. I mean, I, you're, I think you're seeing this not just in the U.K., but in other European countries, you know, a, a recognition that, look, there haven't been 
longitudinal studies, I mean over several years, you know, seeing how these kids perform. Here's what we know happens when they go on these, these, these uh, uh, medications. They won't ever be able to reproduce. They won't ever be able to have a traditional family. Often their, their um, happiness, their satisfaction, they don't go up or down. Sometimes they even go down. And then you even have, you know, suicide rates, which, which is one of the things the left always, you know, yells at us about. That's why you have to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. Heritage Foundation actually released a report that showed, you know, that there was a negligible effect on that. And so I think ultimately you got to slow down, right? Yep. This is a new fad that everyone's trying to push, and we can't be experimenting on kids. You know, if you want to, if you're 25 and you want to do that to yourself, I mean, oh, okay, I guess. You know, I don't mm-hmm. think taxpayers should fund it. But, like, there's no excuse in a civilized society to be doing this to 12-year-olds. And that's what we're doing here in the United States of America. One of the other things, John, that I'm looking at, some some folks, uh, Scotland, as an example, Scotland now is making it uh, so easy to, quote, change your gender. You you need no medical exam. You don't need any interaction with a doctor. You can just check it on the form, and now all of a sudden you were a girl yesterday, you're a guy today, or vice versa. And it it just, uh, gosh, it's just devoid of common sense. Yeah, it's it's almost, I think, feminism taken to its radical conclusion, right, that there are no differences whatsoever on biological sex, and we don't need to separate anything in life according to that. And that's actually just nuts. Um, and I, I think, you know, this is where we're at. We, we really have, I think, I, I was just reading Emperor's New Clothes to my, uh, to my kid the other day, and I think that's what's going on. You know, we have uh, these, these people are insisting that we deny reality, and we have to push back against that and say, absolutely not. There are differences between men and women women should be able to have segregated spaces where they feel safe or they don't have yes. to you know, strip naked in front of men. And, and I think we need to protect that. And hopefully Europe will turn around and hopefully will turn around because frankly, I think in places like California, our policies are even crazier than Europe. Oh, I think so. John, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned Governor DeSantis in Florida. What about Utah? Utah seems to be uh, pushing back against this too. That was incredibly surprising. Uh, Governor Cox, as, as, some of your listeners might know, you know, he's a pretty liberal Republican governor. He actually vetoed a women's sports bill last year, um, but he felt that this issue was so important that it was so dangerous for kids that he actually supported a, a ban on sex changes for kids, which, you know, again, I think that kind of tells you where the politics are going on this. Yeah. Uh, this is something that the Democrats don't realize it yet, but it's a huge liability for them. And the Republican candidate in 2024, uh, you better believe that they'll be highlighting that difference between themselves and their Democrat opponent. And I think it'll be a big winner for them. I think so, too. Hey, John, for folks who want to learn more about the American Principles Project, best way for them to do that? AmericanPrinciplesProject.org is our website, and we're on Twitter at AP Project. Uh, that's AP Project. I love it. John, I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for having me. That is John Schweppe. He's the Director of Policy and Government Affairs for the American Principles Project. I think this is a fascinating discussion. Again, there's nobody that hates anybody. Don't don't buy into the left-wing lunatics, to the to the woke crowd. Ah, they're just filled with hate. I don't hate you. I may not understand it. I may not uh, appreciate it. I don't hate you. I promise you that. I I try and live as a uh, as a man of faith. I've got nothing but love and compassion for you, but what I don't want to see are children used as some sort of uh, experiments. And now that you have pushback from organizations like the National Health Service in the United Kingdom, 
the biggest socialized medicine operation in the world. And they're saying, no, this uh, seems to be a phase and a fad, and, and we're not going to be part of it. I think that speaks volumes. My friend Todd Starnes has books that speak volumes, and uh, you ought to be checking them out. ToddStarnes.com. ToddStarnes.com. Now, I do ask a favor. Would you give me a follow on Twitter? It's not like I have a bet with Todd. I'll never get to his numbers. I know he's got like a kajillion people over there, but I'd like to get a few more. Would you follow Jeff Katz Show on Twitter? Jeff Katz Show on Twitter. And you know what? While you're online and you're being gracious and generous, would you follow The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook? The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. I would appreciate it. It is Jeff Katz joining you from the Liberty University Studios. This is the Todd Starn Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. It's the Todd Starn Show. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Todd. Oh my goodness, so much that uh, we are dealing with. Thanks again to uh, John Schweppe from the American Principles Project who joined us on our Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line a moment or two ago uh, talking about President Trump making very clear that if he once again is elected president, uh, he will take all sorts of executive action relative to, as it's been described, the transgender industry. This is important stuff. And again, don't buy into the uh, woke crowd that says, if you don't approve every single solitary thing that somebody wants to do, man, you're just a horrible, hate-filled, evil person. It just isn't the case. Not the case at all. You've got to stand up and support people that support you. You know, Mike Lindell is one of those guys. I have been a loyal MyPillow customer for 20-plus years, I guess. I don't know. Whenever Mike invented it, I had some of the original MyPillow pillows. And as we speak, you're going to think I'm joking, but I'm not. I, I, I can give you the lay of the land from the time I got up this morning. We got up, Heidi and I woke up, you know, we had to make sandwiches, I had to make sandwiches for the kids to take to school, yada, yada, yada. So, we were sleeping on our MyPillow sheets and using a MyPillow pillow, each of us, with our MyPillow pillowcases. By the way, that was all on our MyPillow mattress. We each took showers using our MyPillow washcloths and hand towels and towels, bath towels. And uh, as I sit here joining you, 
I'm actually wearing Mike's slippers, my pillow slippers. They're just best. I, I just wonder if you have ever picked up a towel set somewhere and you think, oh my gosh, feels really soft. You're in the store and then you get it home and guess what? It's not really very absorbent. Well, that's basically a towel that you know and I know is leaving you out to dry. And that's why my pillow has developed the my pillow towels. These are towels that work. I know that they work. They actually dry because it's what I use each and every day. In fact, everybody in our house uses them. Uh, you can get a six-piece towel set right now. That includes two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Come in a wide variety of colors. And right now, you can receive the six-piece set for just $39.98. You've got to use promo code STARNS. You go to MyPillow.com right now. You click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10 year warranty and they've got their 60-day money-back guarantee you want to receive this amazing offer that's not a question i'm telling you you do want to receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set from my pillow towels just go to mypillow.com click on the radio listener special you enter the promo code starns or you call 800 800- 839-8506. That's MyPillow.com. Use the promo code STARNS. You will be very, very, very happy. The world was focused on Memphis, Tennessee, wasn't it? I reached out to Todd Starnes and the great crew at KWAM, the Mighty 990 in Memphis as the story was unfolding. I'm an ex-cop, and I watched those videos, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm appalled. What's the, what, what's the reasoning behind this? What happened? What really happened? Best reporting on it, I'm just telling you, bar none, came from Todd and the crew at the Mighty 990 KWAM in Memphis. One of the issues appears to be a lowering of standards when it came to hiring police officers for the Memphis Police Department. Well, I want to address that. I want to address training standards. I want to address all of this. And uh, joining us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line in just a couple of moments, Rob Chadwick, retired from the Federal Bureau of Investigation, a multi-talented law enforcement trainer. I'm really looking forward to getting his insight. It's Jeff Katz in for Todd. This is The Todd Starr Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply.
happy to be sitting in for my friend Todd. We're joining you from the Liberty University studios. Some things remain the same, right? ToddStarns.com, your one-stop shop for all sorts of vital information. Wonderful reads, by the way. Todd's books have uh, entertained and informed me for years. I just uh, think the world of Todd anyway, and I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy his writing. I mentioned to you that for my local program, News Radio WRVA in Central Virginia, watching the events in Memphis, Tennessee unfold... As a former police officer, uh, I, I was simply appalled. I don't know any other way to describe it. I was appalled by what I saw. And I wanted to get as much information as was possible. And so I reached out to Todd and the, the team at the Mighty 990, KWAM in Memphis. And, and God bless him, Todd and his crew were able to provide me with the information. And one of the things that... That has emerged uh, relates to the hiring standards and the training standards. Now, I went through the academy a thousand years ago, so I just don't think I'm I'm qualified at this point to uh, chat a lot a lot about this. But Rob Chadwick is uh, retired from the Federal Bureau of Investigation, served as the head of the FBI's tactical training program at the Academy in Quantico, uh, serves as the principal training advisor to uh, Taser. He was also, I should point out, the uh, special agent in charge for Attorney General William Barr's protection detail. And God bless him. He's joining us today. Rob, thank you for being here. Hey, Jeff, I appreciate the opportunity and uh, been a big fan. Obviously, listen to you at RVA. I'm a Virginia guy as well. And just appreciate what you and, and of course, Mr. Starnes and your program stand for. So thanks for having me. Well, the uh, the pleasure is mine, and that that's awfully kind of you to say, Rob. You at Quantico were you were training the best of the best. Uh, local police departments don't necessarily have the same resources, may not have the same standards. What's what's your gut check reaction as you you watched what unfolded in Memphis with those officers, and these questions now are being raised about hiring and training standards. Well, one of the things I'd, I'd love to share with your audience that, that many people either, either just don't know or may, may not understand is, is the, one of the primary missions for the FBI, especially at Quantico, is to train not only our agents, but state, local, tribal, other federal, and our international police partners. And in my unit at Quantico, that was, that was my favorite part of the job. Uh, so, so my unit and, and, and our instructors were on the road almost every day of the year, anywhere around the country. In the last several years, we've had the opportunity to train in, in all 50 states and in a bunch of different international uh, uh, partner countries as well. And I will say that, that it's been less than two years, about a year and a half ago, I was personally in, in Memphis leading a class with, a, with some instructors and got to train with some of the fine men and women uh, with the Memphis Police Department and officers from that region. And, you know, the first thing I want to say is what we all saw on that video, I do not believe is reflective at all of the rest of that department. And of course, it's certainly not reflective of law enforcement in general. Uh, Memphis has a, a very fine training academy, excellent facilities. Now, I think what we're seeing, unfortunately, uh, in the you know post-defund the police movement is, as you know, a, a mass exodus of ex- 
experienced police officers and sheriff's deputies, a pulling back uh, of law enforcement, uh, which is reflected in increased response times and, and uh, additionally, a lack of manpower. Uh, so, so staffing on the streets on average in the United States is anywhere from 20 to sometimes 40 percent below uh, what really is safe. So you've got you know, just a drastic increase. You've got a stretching of resources. And unfortunately, because of that, you know, mission always comes first. You have police and, and our partners who just are not afforded an opportunity for training because they have to man the streets. There's forced overtime so much. And so we're seeing, I think, what is coming home to roost is a direct result of the, the movement um, you know, that, that is, it was, you know, the, the defund the police movement is a bell that cannot be unrung. It happened. It's the reality. And, you know, and, and, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be political. Uh, I just think that, that people in this country, uh, need to have a very sober assessment of the reality in which we live, our security environment in the United States, uh, on, on the whole has changed fundamentally in the last several years. I, I I can't uh, I can't argue with any of that, and uh, I just think you're spot on. I remind everybody, Rob Chadwick is joining us, retired from the uh, Federal Bureau of Investigation, founder of the Holdfast Security Group. You talk about the uh, the whole defund the police movement, and there was this uh, there was this rush to quote uh, reimagine policing, and. I, I don't know anybody, again, Rob, as, as an ex-cop, I don't know anybody who's ever worn the badge or, or, or pushed a squad car around who could look at the videos coming out of Memphis and say, oh, yeah, that was that was just a fine piece of police work. <laughs> I watched it and I thought, my God, it looks like a it, it looks like a street fight when you've got the one officer in particular coming up and uh, kicking a. Uh, Tyree Nichols in the head twice that I saw and so that's what I wondered I mean my gosh was there was there just something as a result of that defund the police movement combined with the reimagining policing that said we're just going to go out and get uh, as many young guys as possible to join the police department and we found out yesterday Rob that Memphis has a policy where you have a, a basically a mulligan for a felony conviction and you can still join the police department well and, and unfortunately you know there's nothing new under the sun uh, so I was a Fairfax County Virginia police officer when I started my law enforcement career 30 years ago and, and absolutely loved every second of that and, and as you know Jeff it's a it's a wholly different world uh, for policemen and police women uh, and policing in general than it was even just a few years ago. But, uh, you know, it, whatever happened in Memphis on that video is not reflective of any training that anyone ever gave. I mean, that was just uh, people, uh, officers that were completely out of control yep. and not acting at all responsibly. I mean, just as a human being, uh, much less as a sworn police officer. So I, I don't want to chalk it up to, you know, poor training or lack of training. That was, okay. that was just simply abhorrent. Uh, now that being said, uh, you know, the, the, we are going to see, and we're, we're already seeing the fruits of this movement and this, uh, you know, kind of, I guess, retrenching one of the most significant, um, 
stats that jumped out to me recently is they, they I think it was Police One or one of these major uh, groups did a did a poll and polling current police officers and the question was would you recommend your child get into police work and i want to say it was somewhere south of 10 percent answered in the affirmative so think about that right here's a job that obviously you know you probably enjoyed tremendously i know i loved every minute that i was a, a law enforcement officer but my son who's now at quantico going through his marine corps training uh I could not in good conscience tell him or counsel him to uh, to join policing right now. It's just it is just such a, a, a uh, um, gamble. Even if you do the right thing, you, you could still be held up to the court of public opinion and, you know, the doxing and the and the online just the character assassination that goes with something. And we've seen so many examples of officers lives being ruined, even though they did exactly what they were trained to do in the manner they were trained to do it so it's a it's a tough uh time to be a policeman and i think that's also reflected in the numbers we're seeing in the in the numbers of officers killed in the line of duty and injured in the line of duty based on the training we saw in the last couple of years and we're doing with these men and women they are hesitating and hesitation will get you hurt and will get you killed in a critical situation no doubt about that. Rob Chadwick is joining us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Rob has, to put it mildly, a distinguished law enforcement career, uh, retired from the Federal Bureau of Investigation. He's the founder of the Hold Fast Security Group, principal training advisor to Taser. And, and Rob, it pains me when I hear you say uh, that your son, who clearly has has a servant's heart as he is uh, training uh, for the Marines, would not be someone that would be counseled by you to join the ranks of law enforcement. And I wish I could tell you I felt differently. I've got two sons, and I I couldn't in good conscience say to them, by all means, yes, go and, 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 and pursue a career in law enforcement, even though 30-plus years uh, that I've been not wearing a uniform, that I've not carried a badge— Rob, I am still friends and talk with probably on a weekly basis a number of the guys that I worked with. the The bond was 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 thick then; it's as thick now. But like you, I I couldn't tell my sons, "Yeah, go out and do that." In this day and age, I th- I just think it's it's too dangerous in all regards. Yeah, you're right. It, it's always been and will always be a dangerous job physically, but now it's dangerous to your livelihood. It's dangerous to your reputation. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it's sad. And, and as you hit it, that there's nothing like training together. There's nothing like literally risking your lives together to to bond with other humans. And, and, and my closest friends, of course, are from my various units with law enforcement, both the police department. And, and the FBI and, and, you know, which is, you know, you mentioned uh, that I, I, I uh, contract and, and advise Taser, uh, which is, of course, you know, uh, under Axon. They do a lot for law enforcement. They're, they're, they're working on improving training and, and we're trying to, to come up with technologies that are going to help keep law enforcement officers out of trouble. Right. So that yeah. I love that piece of it. It allows me to keep my hand in the game and, and keep yeah. associating with some of the finest people I've ever I've ever been 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 around. 
Well, I, I appreciate that you are uh, still willing to uh, to go out and, and help train the uh, the next generation of the next generation. I have to ask a personal question because uh, you were on uh, Attorney General uh, Bill Barr's protection detail. Did you start as a bagpipe lover or end as a bagpipe <laughs> lover after that detail? Well, I will tell you this. I, I began, I went into it. I, I, I have a Scottish heritage myself. And, uh, I've always enjoyed the pipes and, you know, that's just one more thing that I absolutely love about Mr. Barr. Uh, you know, just a, a wonderful person. He is exactly who you see, uh, in front of the camera is who you see behind the camera and in the limousine and all that. And, and one of the highlights of his early tenure, he had a, a, a convening of all the United States attorneys and we had the. Uh, New York City Pipe and Drum Band opened the <sighs> ceremony, and my job was to help uh, hand Mr. Barr, uh, as a surprise <laughs> from backstage, his set of pipes. And and as these guys are marching through the, the Great Hall of DOJ, Mr. <laughs> Barr whips out the pipes and joins right in and got a standing ovation. It was amazing. Oh. I love it. Rob, thank you so much for uh, for taking a couple of moments for us, and I uh, hope it'll be okay when we call on you again. Anytime. It's an honor, sir, and, and, and great to be on your program. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. Thank your son for all that he's doing as well. That is Rob Chadwick. Uh, Rob is uh, an amazing guy. So happy he could join us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Retired from the FBI, started his law enforcement career with the Fairfax County, Virginia Police Department. And I think some great insight. I really do. Some great insight into uh, what law enforcement officers in this day and age are facing. Uh, it's it's not just scrutiny. I mean, there's always been scrutiny and, and appropriately so. But the demonization of every law enforcement officer, by the way, we saw that uh, with every politician that's in office right now at the highest levels, Joe Biden and uh, Kamala Harris. Now, I've got a few things I'll share with you that uh, just a couple of little sound clips, a couple of snippets that you really do need to hear. And uh, coming up in a few moments on the uh, Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, Congressman uh, Matt Rosendale is going to join us from Montana talking about uh, the debt ceiling and uh, northern border issues. Remember, you go to ToddStarns.com for everything Todd, whether you're listening to the program there or you're getting yourself some of Todd's books. Uh, get all of them. I'm telling you, great, great reads. Uh, Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for my friend Todd. This is the Todd Starns Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply.
Jeff Katz. Happy to be sitting in for my friend Todd. A couple of moments from now, joining us, the uh, Patriot Mobile Newsmaker Line, Congressman Matt Rosendale. Talk about this uh, debt ceiling crisis. Why is it always a crisis? How come nobody ever thinks ahead of time and says, maybe we ought to figure out how to balance the checkbook, for goodness sakes. I don't know. We are joining you from the Liberty University studios. And uh, one of the things that we have been uh, talking about, the uh, transgender athletes. And I've got a snippet here. Uh, Just if you would, please, cut number two. No one has asked us how we felt. We exist to validate a male's identity. Um, But the Ivy League, Leah Thomas's teammates, actually, when they were concerned about the locker room situation and they sent an email to um, the Ivy League and the NCAA, their response was, here are some counseling resources you should seek if you, if you feel comfortable seeing male genitalia in your locker room. And then they were referred to the LGBTQ Education Center to educate themselves on the oppression that these athletes are dealing with. So no one within the NCAA is willing to acknowledge us, our feelings, our safety, our privacy, um, I've really tried. I feel like it's really only happened like the past couple weeks where I like get emotional talking about like the locker room scene because it is just so wild that you can turn around and see a six four biological man pull his pants down watching you undress and no one is willing to stick up for you. It just I've I've done a good job not getting emotional, but it just I see what all is on the line. I see who fought for this. I am fortunate or hopeful one day that I'll be able to have little daughters, and I do not ever want to have to imagine them in a Thanks situation where they're faced with that. That's Riley Gaines. Riley Gaines is a woman. She's a young lady, tremendously talented athlete, an incredible swimmer, an all-American swimmer, and smart, University of Pennsylvania. And she's been subjected to a swimmer who now uses the name Leah Thomas. He is six foot, four inches tall, six feet four, walking around naked in her locker room and the locker room of all of the other female swimmers. And the female swimmers are told, if you're not good with this, there's something wrong with you. Anybody else remember Superman from when you were a kid? The bizarro world? Oh, it looked just like planet Earth, but man, everything was backwards and inside out and crazy. Do you not feel sometimes like you're in the bizarro world? It is Jeff Katz in for my friend Todd Starnes. This is The Todd Starnes Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story. 
storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. It is indeed the Todd Starnes Show, coming to you from the Liberty University studios. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for my friend Todd. We have so much that uh, we have been trying to unpack. It's always an interesting phrase, by the way. That didn't used to be a thing, but all of a sudden everybody talks about unpacking this and unpacking that, and I, I try and stay away from fad phrases, but I thought to myself, you know, that actually makes a lot of sense. It does seem as if we, we've just got this big bag, all sorts of information, all sorts of material, and you think, all right, well... Got to unpack it, got to take a look at it, got to see what's going on. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, right? Uh, Jeff Katz, happy to be joining you, by the way. Happy to uh, be sitting in for my friend Todd. Uh, Normally heard on News Radio WRVA in Central Virginia. We are very, very happy, very proud to be Todd's affiliate in Central Virginia. Some of the things that we have addressed... Cut pretty close to home for a lot of us, don't they? When I asked you to think about your your daughters, if they're competing for scholarships, do you really want a guy competing with your daughter for an athletic scholarship? That's the question. I mean, it's, it's a pretty straightforward, pretty simple, pretty direct question. And for most moms and dads, the answer would be no. That doesn't make you a hater or a bigot or a thisophobe or a thatophobe. It just says, you know, my daughter deserves the opportunity to compete against other girls. And there are differences between men and women, male and female. It's not that complicated. Not even close to complicated, if you ask me. So, how exactly did this become a a point of contention? Where exactly is the disconnect? How, How can anyone say this is a fair fight? World Boxing Council a couple of weeks ago said, you know, this will never be a fair fight. A male versus a female. And so, what did they do? World Boxing Council said, listen, here's what we figured out. There seemed to be an emerging class of transgender athletes, transgender folks who want to box. And and we want to give them every opportunity to box if they would like to box. But 
they will box other people who are in the same situation. So the World Boxing Council talking about a male division, a female division, and a transgender division. Which, if you do the common sense approach, makes an awful lot of sense. That is common sense right there. There's no hatred, there's no bigotry, there's no racism, there's no phobia, there's nothing except a desire to acknowledge the truth and to give everyone an opportunity to compete on that even level playing field. That's all it is. I have been uh, following the case, I don't know if you have as well, down in Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis, who, let's face it, is probably running for president. And at the moment on the Republican side of things, former President Donald Trump has already announced he is running. Nikki Haley is scheduled, I think, uh, what, February 15th to announce that she's going to run. Mike Pompeo uh, appears as if he is going to run. Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina uh, is making visits, I think, to uh, Iowa and New Hampshire. That would indicate, sure, he's going to run. And Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis, I think, has been spot on when he said Florida is the place that woke goes to die. He has said it's about common sense, it's about shared values, it's about an intelligent approach to stuff, and not buying into the left-wing woke nonsense. So, one thing that uh, Governor DeSantis did was to say, hey, we love education, we love advanced placement courses, but they actually have to be related to the subject. You know what I'm talking about, right? The advanced placement African-American curriculum. Advanced Placement African American History, Black History, which we're in February, is is Black History Month. I don't know why we would limit it to one month. I think that is ridiculous. I understand highlighting things. But my thought, my feeling, has always been Black History, part of American history. It's all American history, is it not? Governor DeSantis said, we want to study history, we want it in our schools, we love the idea of an advanced placement curriculum, but this doesn't do that. And the college board actually stood up and said, okay. And they've changed it now. And they're changing the curriculum. And that means they're going to change it all around America, which is a huge victory for Governor DeSantis and Americans. NBC News, however, oh my goodness, they are outraged, they are appalled. Take a listen to this, uh, cut number one. An update now on a story we brought you last week. The college board today unveiling a stripped-down version of its AP African American Studies class. The move comes after Florida Governor Ron DeSantis rejected it, claiming it pushed a political agenda. Zinkley Esamwa now on What's Changed. Langston Hughes, who knows who Langston Hughes is. Tonight, the college board unveiling a new framework for advanced placement African-American studies after pressure from critics to not include topics like Black Lives Matter and sexual orientation. A critique many students in the pilot course resisted. It really hurt. Like, I thought we were moving forward in life. 
The college board saying its new syllabus includes the study of black artists, inventors, and gay Americans pivotal in the civil rights movement. This is the beginning of a process that will more democratize American education. This latest chapter of U.S. education debate sparking protest and legal pushback in Florida last week. Black history is American history. Republican Governor Ron DeSantis banning the pilot AP course in Florida. His latest move, restricting the teaching of race and sexuality in public schools. When you try to use black history to shoehorn in queer theory, uh, you are clearly trying to use that uh, for political purposes. The college board's new curriculum will no longer include authors flagged by Florida officials as scholars of concern. But it says the revisions were made independently from political pressure, adding it consulted with more than 300 professors of African-American studies and piloted the course in 60 schools across the country. Do you believe this updated course framework will be enough for Florida to lift their current ban? I do not believe that Florida is going to lift the ban because it's never been about this course. The governor was very clear. African-American studies doesn't have educational value. And I think that the governor has led with that. The government has demonstrated that um, through policy, through comments and so forth. The course is set to launch nationwide in the upcoming school year. Sorry for the uh, spoke woke professor there. Governor DeSantis never said anything of the sort. Governor DeSantis never, ever, 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 ever said anything even close to that, even remotely like that. In fact, quite the contrary. Governor DeSantis has said, this is American history. And we're all going to learn American history. And we're going to take an AP course. We're going to have an advanced placement. Look at this. That's great. But let's focus on the real material. And it's the woke crowd, the leftists, that are outraged by that. How dare you force kids to learn the truth? This is the discussion that's been had by so many. It's all about learning everything, isn't it? It is all about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the only way that we survive, the only way that we make America consistently exceptional and strong is to embrace the knowledge that comes with all of that. Today, as Grace asked me, Jeff, what's what's the title for the program today? What's the name for the program today? I said, well, it's the Todd Starn Show. It's always the Todd Starn Show. It's just Jeff Katz filling in for Todd. No, 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 Jeff, you know, every day Todd has a title for the program. And I thought, well, what could the title be? Jeff, don't mess up the show too much. Jeff, please maintain the standards. And I thought, no, the real thing, the real question is, can America be saved? I say yes. And not only can it be saved, it must be saved, but it is not easy work. I'd love for you to uh, give me a follow over on social media. I'm always looking to build those up because I still think that uh, a lot of these legacy social media places have got the shadow banning, have got the uh, quieting down of conservative posts. So on Twitter, if you'd give me a follow, Jeff Katz Show, I'd appreciate it. Jeff Katz Show over on Twitter. And then while you're online, Facebook, The Jeff Katz Show, if you give me a follow over there, The Jeff Cat Show. Most importantly, though, ToddStarns.com. Yeah, that's where you've got to go every single day, multiple times a day to learn exactly uh, what Todd is following, read his books, get his books. Remind you, we join you from the Liberty University Studios. And always a pleasure to sit in for Todd. You want to join it? Hey, 
pop on 844-747-8868. 844-747-8868. It is Jeff Katz in for my friend Todd. This is the Todd Starn Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. It's the Todd Starn Show, live from the Liberty University Studios. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for my uh, friend Todd today. We've got uh, so much that uh, we have been uh, addressing. Congressman Matt Rosendale is going to join us, uh, represents the 2nd District in Montana. A couple of uh, very interesting items that he has to fill us in on. Uh, one of them is this, this, this debt ceiling thing. It just it boggles the imagination to think that anybody looks at how our federal government does budgeting and thinks to themselves, oh, this is a good idea. I like this. Could you get hired anywhere with that sort of a mindset? <laughs> I mean, I, look, I, I, I am responsible for what? Uh, we got to pay the mortgage. We have no car payments. I'm one of those guys who really does embrace that whole sort of Dave Ramsey thing. You know, I, I don't want to owe you anything if I don't have to, except my my gratitude for something nice you did or my service to you. But I'd prefer not to owe you any money if at all possible. Uh, so we got we got to pay the mortgage. We've got our utilities and uh, uh, foodstuffs. That's pretty much it. Well, every once in a while, you get something pops up that you didn't expect, right? We had a water heater go out, I guess, a week or so ago. Just stopped. And I don't mean like, oh, I think it's getting kind of, it's not nearly as hot. I mean, it just, boom, done, over. And as we were chatting with uh, the guys from the uh, the HVAC company, and I happen to be friendly with the guy that owns the company, I said, you know, so what should we do? Because we had talked for a long time about those uh, the tankless water heaters, right? You've heard of them. And, and you put them in your house, and then you basically never run out of hot water. It doesn't have a big tank and all the rest of that. And I said, oh, you know, maybe that's something that we should do. Maybe this sort of forces our hand a little bit. Instead of just talking about it like we have for the last couple of years, maybe we do something. And he said, well, you know, a couple of things. First of all, if you want to do that, there's a lot of plumbing work and a lot of gas work that needs to be done and it's going to be on the other side of the house and i got news for you i don't know that it can be done i said okay well that may take it off the table he said well don't take it completely off the table but the other guy the 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 plumber who had his hands on the hot water heater said you know what jeff 
I think we probably could do the whole tankless thing, but I got news for you. Uh, your current heater is just not going to last that long. This thing is 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 going to be done in a day or two. So you got to act. Okay. So that's an unexpected expense. We have to prepare for those things. That's what you do as a responsible human being. Sometimes, listen, expenses are so out of whack. Maybe there's a medical condition and, and, and you really are just sort of blindsided. Now imagine that you're running a, a multi-trillion dollar operation. And every time you act surprised. Every time that they vote on a budget, it's like, what? The water heater's going to die. Oh, my. We, why, we, we never imagined this. Well, last year your water heater died, and the year before that, and the year before that, and the year before that. You can't, you, just, you can't react this way every single time you've got your budget due. But that's how these folks in D.C. operate. It's always a crisis. It's like they're surprised consistently. Well, we got we, we to gotta pay the military. Oh, my gosh. Then it becomes the circus. Somebody somewhere at some point is going to have to say, we got to get a handle on this. We, we've really got to look at this and say, okay, maybe we should be, you know, prepared for things. So Congressman Matt Rosendale is going to talk a little bit about that, this, this debt limit. And imagine for a second you could just raise your own debt limit, which is what they want to do again and again and again and again, right? You're like most people. You've got uh, you've got a certain line of credit. Now, I don't know how you do it. Maybe you've got some credit cards. Most of us have one or two. Some people have ten, whatever it is. But you know what the limit is. And the limit is set by the folks who give you that credit because they say, look, we know how much you make. And we know what your other obligations are, and we get it. You might have a surprise water heater every once in a while. But this is this is the line. Imagine for a second you say, yeah, I don't like that line anymore. I'm just going to raise it, and then I'm going to raise it again. And, and you're not raising it because you just want to have access to additional credit. You're raising it because you maxed out the first card. Nobody in the real world gets to do that. But everybody in D.C. does that time after time after time. They max it out and then say, give us more. And it's easy for them to say, give us more. You know why? Because it's not their money. It's your money and it's my money. You and I are working for this every single solitary day. And they're not. You're not going to see Uncle Sam at the Quickie Mart stocking shelves as a second job. Uncle Sam, in this case, Slow-Mo Joe, is going to reach into your pocket, take more money, and do with it whatever whatever he or she wants to do, right? That's what Congress does every single solitary time. Now, I'm hoping, hoping against hope, that Kevin McCarthy, as the Speaker of the House, is going to put the kibosh on this. I do think that those rock-solid conservatives who, frankly, made it very difficult for Kevin McCarthy to get to the speakership, I think they are going to hold him accountable on this. I don't think he's going to like it necessarily because I think that Kevin McCarthy in the past has been one of these guys who went along with the whole governance by crisis situation. I hope that he's going to be constrained now by the rock-solid conservatives Maybe it's only a handful, but boy, they said to him, you got to focus, you got to be a responsible adult, you got to be a, a careful steward 
a responsible steward of the people's money. We'll see. So Congressman Matt Rosendale joins us on the uh, Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line in just a moment on that issue and the issue of, of northern border situations. Man, you never think about that. And apparently it is an issue, right? Remember, go to ToddStarns.com. It is Jeff in for Todd. This is the Todd Starnes Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. It is the Todd Starn Show live from the Liberty University studios. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for uh, my friend Todd. I want to remind you to visit ToddStarns.com. Not only can you uh, listen to Todd's program, you can read his wonderful writing, the wonderful articles that are up there. And if I can make a suggestion to you, check out some of Todd's books. I- I've got an entire section of one bookcase here that's nothing but Todd. Starnes Books, and that's uh, ToddStarnes.com is where you find that, ToddStarnes.com. There's nobody in America that could run their family budget the same way that Congress runs our government. It just couldn't happen. It couldn't happen. You could keep saying, well, I'm going to raise my debt limit over and over and over again, and not because you've decided you want access to more credit. It's because you already maxed out the card. Now you want access to even more. It's just irresponsible to me. So my sincere hope is that uh, with Republicans in control of the House now, uh, we're going to address that. Joining us on the uh, Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, Congressman Matt Rosendale represents the uh, 2nd District in Montana. Happy that he's here. Congressman, thanks for joining us. Jeff, thanks for having me on today. Appreciate it. Absolutely. The pleasure is mine. So I'd love for you to weigh in. Let us know what the heck is happening in D.C. these days in terms of that uh, debt ceiling we keep hearing about. So, Jeff, I will tell you that, uh, as you said, I I represent Montana's 2nd District, which is is just about three-quarters of the state, the eastern side, and there's a lot of agriculture uh, that is is in that area, whether it's uh, cattle or or different grains and and, uh, crops. And every single producer I know has what they call a line of credit, and that is to get them through the... inputs at the beginning of the year until they have their harvest at the end of the year. There is not a bank in this country, okay, that if you took the United States of America off the top of the balance sheet that we are looking at right now, uh, that would continue to lend money out 
to this organization uh, to, to continue to, to acquire this debt. We are over $31 trillion, 31.5. Think about this. The last debt stealing was about 400 days ago is when they raised it. And they raised it by two tr- over $2 trillion. And it took them just over a year to max that out again. And so these people continue. These people, you know, the Democrats continue to spend at just an alarming rate. And, and there's no banker in the world that would look at their customer and say, I'm going to extend more credit to you. They, they just wouldn't do it. They would put the foreclosure sign up in front of the property. Uh, they're asking us to do that. Biden, it is reckless to even make this request without saying that we have to address the out-of-control spending. So here's my here's my hope. Even though the House, we're one-third of this equation, we've got two problems, the Senate and the White House, yeah, you know, and they're both controlled by the Democrats now. Uh, we're going to have basically two bites at this apple as we go through this year. We're going to have the debt ceiling, and then we're going to have the budget and the appropriations process, which will be later in the year. The debt ceiling right now, it, it literally is this line of credit. So Yellen has said, okay, I can continue to pay the bills because we still have revenue coming in, right? Mm-hmm. And and so the debt ceiling stays the same at the $31.5 and, and trillion. They're, they're allowed to go up against that. And so they get up close to it, and then some revenue comes in, and they pay it down a little bit. And then they get up close to it again, okay? And then they have some revenue come in, they pay it down a little bit. So she's making some decisions about what gets paid and when it gets paid. But that is going to uh, expire. It's going to run out. There's going to be there's going to be more money going out than than coming in, uh, which will then clear that debt ceiling somewhere between May and July. And so, what we would like to do in the House is say, okay, if you want to increase this debt ceiling, because clearly we have obligations, bills have to be paid. You can't go into default. We've got an additional $2 trillion worth of spending uh, on government programs that Democrats passed during the two years of the Biden administration we've already um, survived through uh, that we need to start clawing back. And, and so we need to say, we're going to claw this back, and then we will we will give a, uh, a small increase to the debt ceiling, and then... I really believe that we should give just enough to get us through the budgeting process, which at that point, Jeff, we could say we also want to, as part of the budgeting process, increase our domestic uh, oil production, our, our domestic energy production. We want to uh, put these provisions in to make sure that we secure our southern border because we've mm-hmm. had five million people come into the country illegally over the last two years. And then then we can start attacking those policies as well. You know, Congressman, it's it's, it's fascinating to listen to this, and it would be I would say laughable, except I'm living right here on planet Earth in the United States of America, and I've got kids who ultimately are going to be saddled with this uh, 
out of control spending. Uh, even Joe Biden, is it is it 2011, 2012, when they were talking about this uh, uh, debt ceiling then said, yeah, yeah, we should we should cut some stuff. And now he's like, oh, I don't even want to discuss any sort of don't even cuts. Know. Right. Yeah. And again, this that is just flat reckless. Um, uh, Speaker McCarthy went into the White House yesterday, sort of having just some discussions. And uh, the media, of course, is in a feeding frenzy. What do you call success? What do you expect to come out of this? I said, look, to me, success would be right here at this point, at this juncture, for the president to just simply recognize we have to reduce spending as part of the debt ceiling increase. And if he can acknowledge that, that's a step in the right direction. What, what, what's the, you know, the first thing you have to do is recognize you have a problem, right? Stop <laughs> digging the hole. Stop digging the hole. Say, we've yep. got a problem here, and recognize that. And if we can do that, then we can start uh, clawing back. Uh, there's somewhere between 400 and $600 billion of additional uh, COVID money that hasn't even be, been spent yet. Okay, <sighs> let's claw that back. Let's yep. figure out... You know, how long does that get us through? Somebody give me a timeline. Let me find out. We're going to be able to go through, and this is this is what's getting ready to take place. Uh, myself and, and several of the other members of the House sat down. We're going to be requesting from the agencies uh, the information about the different accounts that they have set up and the amount of revenue that is in each one of those accounts for all of the different programs that they have. There's not just like one big, very big checkbook. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all these different accounts set up. And we're going to start scrutinizing those to find out how much additional revenue is built up in them that we can start transferring back in. And as you say, this this isn't bills that just our children are going to pay off. This is inflation that we are experiencing now. By having all of that additional revenue pushed out, Okay, mm-hmm. we are experiencing the devaluation of our dollar right now. And that's why when you go to the store... Uh, that that uh, what used to get you two or three bags of groceries, you know, that hundred dollars is probably yep. only going to get you a bag's worth of groceries right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Congressman uh, Matt Rosendale is joining us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Congressman, that's exactly right. People uh, in the real world, and I think some of the folks in D.C., they, they kind of forget what the real world is like, right? They, they, they get there. They've got that uh, rarefied Potomac air. You've got some pretty cool cufflinks and the, the code to the secret subway. And the next thing you know, you're not you're not yeah. standing in line at the grocery going, holy mother of God, there's nothing on that belt. Yeah, they they need to get in touch with the, with the people, and I assure you, that's what I do. My, my one of my favorite quotes is from President Dwight Eisenhower. He said, "You know something? Farming looks very easy when you live a thousand miles away from a cornfield and you that's use right. a pencil for a plow." Okay, well, if you if you're not going to the grocery store and feeding a few mouths around the table besides your own, you're spending too many time at at buffet tables and receptions that are being put on by lobbyists. And yeah. that you don't know how, what the average American is dealing with right now. I do. I go back home. I have two sons that live in uh, Montana. I have another son that lives in North Dakota. We're in the real world. Yeah. Yeah, Congressman, let me ask you about this vote. Uh, was it yesterday uh, on socialism and the Democrats just couldn't bring themselves to say, yeah, that's a pretty bad system over there? No, they can't do it. Uh, and this is, again, this is where we have seen. The Democrat Party has finally devolved 
uh, into that they have embraced at least as publicly now. Okay, yeah. now they're on the record. We say as we've been saying it for years, right? And yeah. now we actually have seen them go on the record about it. They do believe in redistribution of wealth. They do believe in in the race to the bottom. They do believe in the tyranny that comes from a socialist society. And and so now they're they're on the record stating so. Nothing comes good from a, from a socialist society. It, it will devolve to a, a tyrannical government where you have a few elitists to get the top of the heap, yep. making the decisions for everyone else. And and it will be equality. You will be equally at the bottom of the heap. That's it. We could all be miserable and hungry and cold together. Boy, that sounds like a great recipe, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, they, they, that's why the communes didn't work back in the 60s. Right. Even the hippies speak, even the hippies figured it out. It wasn't going to work out to some of, some of those guys were working and some of those hippies were not going out to work every day. That's right. That's right. Congressman, I appreciate you being here, and uh, I, I look forward to, uh, to having the chance to chat soon. Please uh, chat again soon. Please keep up, uh, keep up the good fight in D.C., will you? Jeff, thank you so much. And, and listen, pray for us all, and hopefully we can get a couple of these provisions uh, passed and bring some sanity, some fiscal sanity, uh, to Washington, D.C. I love it. Congressman Matt Rosendale. Uh, Congressman Rosendale represents the 2nd District of Montana. Kind enough to join us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. It's it's a disaster in D.C. When you've got, and at least Congressman Rosendale points out, and I'm happy he pointed out, that at least now the Democrats are on record as saying they like socialism. They have embraced socialism. This is, you know, Fidel Castro, Hugo Chavez, the Soviet Union. There's nothing good about that. There's nothing that helps people in that system. But Democrats in D.C. now forced to vote publicly and say that they like it. In all fairness to them, it wasn't all of them. It wasn't all of them. But it was certainly more than many expected. And if that doesn't wake you up to exactly what the Democrats in the year 2023 are all about, then, well, frankly, I don't know what else I can tell you couple of things I can tell you. ToddStarns.com needs to be a resource for you as it is for me. I am checking out ToddStarns.com many, many times a day. I know everybody follows Todd on social media, whether it's Twitter or on Getter. Uh, I am a, uh, I am a uh, pauper compared to Todd on the social media front, but I would not mind at all. In fact, I'd be greatly uh, appreciative if you would follow me. On Twitter, you look for Jeff Cat Show on Twitter. Jeff Cat Show, give me a follow over there. Make uh, make me feel good. Might do a little something for you as well on Facebook. The Jeff Cat Show. That's on Facebook. The Jeff Cat Show. Uh, Getter also. The Jeff Cat Show. Lots that you have to be aware of. You really do, and you got to hold people accountable. That's our job as we attempt to save America. That's the mission, my friends. Jeff Katz. Normally heard on News Radio WRVA in Central Virginia. We are so happy, so proud to be Todd's affiliate in Central Virginia. We really are. Jeff Katz in for Todd Starnes. This is the Todd Starnes Show. 
This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. It's the Todd Starn Show. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for my friend Todd. I've got a uh, piece of information I want to uh, share with you as we join you from the Liberty University studios. Uh, this is just coming across the last couple of moments. Uh, John F. Carey, you'll remember him, right? Uh, John F. Carey has apparently been engaged in some sort of secret negotiations with the Chinese Communist Party, and he used the cover of his global climate change, change, warming, cooling, whatever it is that we're calling it these days. Uh, He used that as cover under the guise of climate advocacy. This is according to Congressman uh, James Comer from Kentucky. Now, I don't trust John F. Kerry. I never have. I've never thought much of him. I think he's a a hack. And I know of what I speak because I, I lived for many, many, many years in Massachusetts. And I watched Kerry operate as a senator. I can remember John F. Kerry as the uh, lieutenant governor in Massachusetts. John F. Kerry was never about anybody except John F. Kerry. Make no mistake about it. When you can have a fire hydrant moved so that you can park one of your overpriced vehicles closer to your mansion, you know that you're a hack. And that's John F. Kerry. So I, I frankly am not the least bit surprised to hear that he has apparently been chatting with the Chinese Communist Party leadership. This is a real threat to America. We, do, we don't want to acknowledge that. And every time that somebody raises a concern, somehow, some way, we all get poo-pooed. Oh, come on. It's not really a big deal. It is a huge deal. Take a look at Joe Biden's dumbest son, Fredo, Fredo Biden, who has made a career out of being named Biden, right? No discernible, marketable skills at all, except that his last name is Biden. And it's it's pretty clear that that's what's gotten him his money. This operation of Joe Biden, I look at it and I think, man, it's like watching a, it's like watching a mob movie. It's like La Josa Nostra. And his dumbest son, Fredo. 
Well, Fredo now says he wants a federal investigation related to his laptop. Well, he's joining with us? No. He is acknowledging that the laptop is his. You'll remember that the legacy news media hacks, the Democrat Party water carriers who have been deployed to newsrooms around America, the social media giants, the legacy social media hacks, they shut it all down. They closed the account temporarily of the New York Post, the oldest continually publishing newspaper in America. We were told, oh, that's, that's, that's a Russian campaign. It's, uh, it's fake news. It's this. It was all true. Well, Fredo Biden apparently now wants a federal probe of the Republicans in the House who would like to know what's really going on with the laptop. And do you or do you not find it odd that Joe Biden visited his vacation home in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, and then a couple of days later it was announced by Merrick Garland that there would be a search of... uh, that home, announced by the Department of Justice. And then a few days after that, it happened. Hmm, what a coinky dick. All right, make sure you go to ToddStarns.com. Please follow Jeff Katz Show over on Twitter and The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. It is Jeff Katz in for my friend Todd. This is The Todd Starns Show. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.